Hello, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Welcome to Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We're here on WCRS LP FM out of Columbus, Ohio, to bring you the best community radio that there is. So add this to your dial if you're in the city uh, or find what we do on any of the podcasting platforms. Give us five stars, as always. And if you want more, head to patreon.com slash Radio, where you get access to our bonus audio shows uh, where we cover things like the movie Cinematic Universe, um, self-improvement, uh, books and bloggers and podcasters and uh, other various things. We've got Shocktober coming up very soon. You're not going to want to miss that. Um, it'll be like a bolt of lightning. Shocktober will be here um, very soon. So head to patreon.com slash radio and sign up to access all of that. Um, my name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. And we are here to spread mess across the U.S., create dissent and disruption, interruption of the mainstream system, trying to uh, flatten all hierarchies across every corner of the earth. And we need your help. Uh, we need more people uh, causing problems every single day, uh, and, and organizing and joining up the cause. So please, uh, help us in our journey to change fucking everything. Uh, and we appreciate all y'all that are here in the chat and show up each week and support what we do. Uh, we couldn't do without you. How are you doing, Brian? Oh, you know me. I'm great. I'm not, yeah. okay. but I'm here though. So that's something, right? Yeah, I could kind of tell that maybe it wasn't your best day. Oh, really? How could you tell? Because I have it. my head in my hands and uh, uh, I keep checking to see if I have a fever. Is that why? Yes, I think that would <laughs> indicate it for me the most. I'm There's fine. other clues. I'm fine. I'm okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that, that is always anxious in periods right like so you'll have this time where everything's normal and i think i have it all figured out uh-huh and then boom it all just hits again and then i'm anxious and then i have to try to figure it all out again uh yeah. boom and bust cycle yeah and it's always very stupid too with my anxiety because it's like because it's like I know that this is a permanent thing. This isn't something that's going to go away, but I love to convince myself that it's definitely going to go away soon. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it makes it easier to deal with if you don't think that you can just beat it and not be this way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's yeah. how you get into the boom and the bust, you know, because you really let things go and then you're like, I'm cured. And then it, your life fucking falls apart in shambles. It makes you feel depressed when it yep. comes back, yep. I think is the real issue, right? Where it's like, not only are you dealing with anxiety at that point, but you're dealing with depression from the fact that you have anxiety. So I've been, I've been kind of dealing with that for, uh, it's been about a week of it. I huh. think it's just because of being busy, you know, we've been very go, go, go. Uh, but you know, yeah, I, yeah. I recorded a uh, minion death call yesterday. We did your Kickstarter sucks today. Um, my daughter's going back to school. Um, and I did not really do that correctly. I kind of realized it was happening. At least I, it was two days before I started yesterday, 
but I really had to sneak it in uh, to, to get her ready for school tomorrow. Oh, no, bad dad. <laughs> all right, all right, dad. I'm a C yeah. dad. I'm a C dad, okay? I'm not mad at you. I think you're pretty good. I think you're a good dude. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the benefit of the doubt. I just know how you're feeling. Yeah, um, I do get to show off my brand new painted uh, hot rod Prius with the the wizard on the side. So that would be exciting for drop off this year. Give me one second here. It's going to make a noise. But I Charlotte really surprised me. She said she wants to she doesn't want me to take her into the class. And I'm like, damn, that's confident. Thank oh, you. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That is, uh, uh, yes, that's confidence, but uh, there's your first clue that your kid is getting older, Brett. That's fine. So, I like it. Yeah. yeah I, no, it's great. I, hey, I sent, I'll, I'll tell this little story. So I got home and I needed some treats in the house because as people know, I can't live without having treats in my house or I'll just go crazy. Okay. So, uh, I came home and I said, I got to run to the store and, uh, Gwen was here and she was like, Hey, I got to run, uh, to the store. And I was like, Oh, you can go for me. Oh, second day in a row, Brett, that I've been able to send her to do stuff for me. Hey, what a revelation. That's nice. This is when the kid investment starts really paying off. Oh yeah. Yeah. We ordered food last night. And uh, I was like, um, I am going to have it delivered. She was like, I can just go pick it up. And I was like, yes, you can. And just ordered it. And she went and got it. I was so happy. Um, somebody asked what kind of treat I got. Um, ice cream sandwiches are the current treat right now. Velvet brand ice cream sandwiches. Uh, only velvet. Not any other brand. Because I've been burned too many times with the hard wafer. So... That's what's going on with my treat game right now. Yeah. Um, I think my kid's going to be okay also because they have this thing where like she has the same teacher for second and third grade. So it's just like she's been hanging out with internet friends all year long. And now she gets to go hang out with them for in real life. Like it, it, it's, it's easy. To Which do. we know is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah. We know that rules. So that is really fucking cool. Yeah. Gwen's been back at school for about two weeks. Uh, every day I say, how was school? And every day she says boring. Um, so that's, what's going on with her. Uh, I don't really have anything to do. It's very weird when like for several years, it was like the run up to school was like a lot of work and now it's none. It's just, she goes and does everything she has to do. And then boom, uh, but yeah, school. Uh, yeah, school has taken over my life since last last spring. It's been awful. I haven't been able to get anything fucking done. Like it's so hard. I can't just let her like sit and rot on Roblox. Um, and I don't know what to do. But I like I, it, it's I can't just have her sit around the house. And so I and and I can't also uh, work and let do her school stuff. Like I have to be there as like a teacher's assistant for her to get shit done. So. It's been hell. This is nice to go back, but it's also fucking ridiculous. And, you know, it just it, 
like they're talking about there's going to be vaccines for kids her age coming in like October. And I just wish they would hold off until that happened. I don't know why. If this is going to be a two-year endeavor, um, why have four months of really high risk? You know, like they send them yeah. back for two months at the end of the year. Now they're going to send them back for two months at the beginning of the year. Why? What are you doing? It, it's I'm trying to get them out of the house so the parents can listen to Shocktober on the Street Fight Patreon. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, oh, 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 shit. Somebody I went to high school with is in the chat, Brett Payne. Cool. Uh, so that's something. That's Anybody something. can be in the chat. You never yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Anybody can come in the chat. That's wild. I, I know Robert. Hey, Robert. How are I, you? Um, my kid also not excited about school, but I think that'll change when she gets to hang out with her friends because I think that's all she wants to do. I think virtual school was a little easier, you know? Yeah, I, but I also think they learn more in person. Oh, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like now yeah. she's going to be stuck at a desk. She can't like go outside with a laptop and just hang out for a minute, like on a patio or something. Make potions and shit. She can't yeah, she, sit outside and make potions instead of school. No, no more potion breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I think, and, and I wasn't up against this. You know, so like I didn't have to deal with this, but I do think even as a parent, there is like a whole, uh, there's a whole, like you want, you can't just be a teacher. It's impossible to just be a teacher. You know, you have to take time off too. teachers yeah. get paid to be teachers. Right. Right. So, yeah. It's tough to do, um, but I don't know. It's, the whole thing's been mismanaged, and, and it just bugs me the way that people are like, want to get kids back to school. Like the ICU is like eighty some percent in Columbus, and people are like, we just got to get them back in their schools. And it's like, the, you know, the teachers at the school are well meaning, but like, it's not a kids are going to eventually read. You know, they don't have to be forced through a fucking. They don't have to be forced through your fucking spreadsheet and, and judged and and like. It just school re like school just punishes people for being poor or for being neurodivergent or for like school to prison pipeline. Like I'm fuck school all the way. I don't think it's the best. It's not the best thing we got going, but it is nice to have, you know, but God. as it is, I'm not into it. That voice you do. I, I said this about Mike earlier too. Just, we can't get him back in school. Yeah. Know? It's just Blake breaks my heart. It breaks my heart to not see him in the schools. They got to be in there. They, yeah. you know, they're just falling behind and it's like, they're falling behind who they're everybody's falling behind. This is interrupting yeah. the entire fucking world. Yeah. So they're not falling. There's not a place. There are places, I guess, where they are back to school and they have lower cases. So sure. I guess they're falling behind in these countries that give a shit about each other and are willing to do something to send uh, them with yeah. some Right. Just pop an ivermectin in her backpack and boom, you got a cure. Yeah. And, and there's all, and then it's even now, like I'm seeing, I'm, I've already heard, uh, you know, these masks, they're like 10 to 15% effective at best, you know, yeah. and they're there and they're damming up the rivers and sea turtles are choking on them. And so then they're like coming to me, like, you know, I know you're the animal rights person. Well, guess what? Your little fucking diaper that you wear on your face is killing the rainforest, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've never once in this whole world gave a shit 
oh, about no. anything like uh, about the environment, not even for two seconds. No, they give actually they did give a shit about birds that were dying from wind turbines like years about five years ago. They were telling me it's just a sh- <laughs> it's just a damn shame with the bird population, what's happening to them. That that green energy is not clean energy. There's blood on those blades from from all those birds, <laughs> and it invests. It's it's deep rooted in the in the whole ecosystem. You know, it's terrible. <laughs> I, they 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 make us. Uh, uh, they, you know, you can suck up too much of the sun. You know what? What if the sun goes out from them solar panels? You don't know if it's sucking up all the sun. It's terrible. They only get mad at environmental stuff when it's anti-environmental. <laughs> yeah, so, they're, they're warriors. <clears throat> I'm not really... Uh, uh, Psychic Gasoline asked what the mass percentage is in stores in Columbus. I mean, I think in Columbus, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we do have to always remind everybody that me and Brett live downtown. So it doesn't count. I to live be in, in Columbus. I live in a liberal utopia where a beloved stick that was hanging on a wire at a major intersection uh, had like pieces of art created about it. It's been there for five years and it just fell and people did a ceremony for it. Um, Dude, the TJ sign, Brad. The TJ sign is right? like a huge source of, of consternation in your neighborhood where yes. people are like, they're putting a Chick fil A in there. Now, is the Chick fil A going to keep the TJ's sign? <laughs> yes. Also, uh, th- uh, there was a, a kangaroo. Someone put up a kangaroo crossing sign that was around for, I don't I think 10 years probably. And some jackass called the city and asked why it was there. And then they were like, it's not supposed to be there and took it down. And then everybody got mad, right? Yep. yep. Like oh, yeah, became pro- yeah. We were all sad. It was the end of an era. Um, but anyways, the target We should have got we should have got a juggalo parking only sign and put it where the kangaroo crossing sign was. That's the next one. Uh, Target today, most people were wearing masks. Most people were masked up. I think I saw, uh, I mean, I would, I would put it in the 70, 80%. Yeah, I'm putting it in. I, 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 I'm really good at coming up with percents for things that there's no earthly way I could ever know. 65. I'm going to go with 65% around here. I'm in a mask. Uh, I will say this, and this is a little tally I've been doing in my head. For a long time, um, people that are working at these places, not a lot of them are wearing masks. So that's just something that I've been tallying a little bit. Uh, at the anti-mask gas station, none of the workers wear masks. But to tell you the truth, the yeah. anti-mask gas station hasn't been that busy for the past week because they haven't had any gas. So... <laughs> my udf uh, my udf is not masked up anymore um but i don't know i guess my food places are yeah yeah maybe i i don't know most of the places i've seen uh not a lot but uh uh yeah yeah um yeah so my my gas station's out of gas uh good thing i don't get gas there so i'm all good uh i just get gatorade which they have uh but the the I, I the, the freedom station is that yes. the gas yes i do think that there is a non-zero chance 
that they're just saying they're out of gas so they don't have to work. Because like every time I walk by now, the workers are all standing outside smoking cigarettes and just hanging out. And then they go in when I walk in and there's like nobody in the parking lot except for the people who uh, work on their cars in the parking lot, which is also a very odd thing that happens there. Uh, almost saw a fight between a guy who was getting his brakes done in the parking lot of the gas station and okay. the guy who was doing the brakes. And uh, I was what is fascinated. This place <laughs> yeah. in German yeah. village? Yes. Yes. Pretty close on to German village. Green yes. lawn. Green lawn. Yeah. The south end of Columbus. Yeah. There was a, a, a minivan there uh, jacked up with a, a, a nice floor jack like the one I have. And uh, dude's doing breaks. And then another guy screaming at him and said, I saw you hit that bolt with a screwdriver. I saw it happen. He's like, I didn't do it. And he was like, don't lie to me. I saw it. I'm not even mad. And they were just screaming at each other. It was, uh, uh, it was something to behold. And then I came by today and there was another guy. There was the same guy was doing breaks on another car in the parking lot. I mean, it is kind of a convenient place to do breaks. You, you oh, get okay. gas there too, okay. so it's kind of like you can get a few things. You can get a few different things there. Uh, Probably yeah, cheaper price too. Yeah, and they have uh, power outlets outside, so you can plug your drill and and impact wrench and all that stuff in. It's it's really not a bad place to do some car work is the I gas did, station maybe it is i think i guess i, I mean don't how know. many apartments have you lived in where they said you're not allowed to work on your car in the okay lot? that is true if all the guys that were kicked out of their apartment complexes had a place to get together put their tools together share all of their wisdom and get their shit done that's a, that's a good community service yeah yeah i've lived in like at least three apartment complexes where you're just not allowed to work on your car in the parking lot, which I think is crazy. Like that seems like you shouldn't even be allowed to make that rule. Cars yeah, they gotta got to get worked on. Yep. We're doing it right here. This is yeah. my spot. They do it at home. Okay. Um, so I got this piece from the New York post by Todd Farley, not related to Chris. Uh, but I thought we'd read it. It's a nice opinion piece for us, Brett. You know mm. how we like opinions, right? Yeah, they're like this assholes. show is 100% pro opinion. We like it. We like it when people have them. So here we go. Each new school year, Jeremy Adams, a teacher in Bakersfield, California, home of corn. That was a little editorial for me. Corn's from Bakersfield. Buck Owens, uh, too. Yeah, corn mostly, most importantly, corn. Owens first. Well, like Jonathan Davis's dad worked for Buck Owens, so they're kind of uh -oh. weaved into the... Okay. Thing, you know, and there's a corn, corn Way is the street name. I would have called it Corn Road, but they call it Corn Way. So. Corn Row is, is, where, is all it should be. But the way that they do it, they write it in the corn font on the street sign. That's Very respectful. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's respectful. <laughs> it's like when they name a street after John Glenn. Yes. <laughs> they use the John Glenn font. <laughs> His official signature. Yeah. Um, 
So he gives the same lesson. When he shows pictures of celebrities like Kendall Jenner or Miley Cyrus to his students on a screen, they immediately recognize them. But faced with photos of policymakers like Mike Pence or Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi uh, the children stare blankly. <gasps> they don't watch political TV shows? We've, we've raised them better than this. We ignored them and we watched those shows all night long and they were supposed to understand that we were neglecting them for something that was more important and they were supposed to spend their time watching those shows. Brett, when you show a kid a picture of lion from the Thundercats <laughs> yep. or a picture of Hulk Hogan, they know yeah. who that is, but they do not know who uh, Mike Pence is. And that's scary, really, if you really think about it. Uh, you know, I did have an experience with my daughter, uh, last year when I said, you know, uh, AOC, I brought up AOC and she didn't know who she was. And I was kind of like, how do you not know? But, uh, it's because she doesn't care, which yeah, nobody fucking asks healthy. <laughs> yeah. No, there's no fucking point of knowing anything when you don't, it doesn't do anything. Like at least people can vote and make it as if the whole clamoring about it is that you get to go to the to the booth what do you give a shit if you're 15 to 17. how many 13 year olds do you think got yelled at for giving their opinion on trump to their parents like constantly <laughs> yeah go to your room you're not allowed to have an opinion <laughs> now they're like who's nancy pelosi and they're like i don't know the ice cream lady i guess i don't fucking know yeah that lady on instagram with that really expensive fridge yeah <laughs> that ignorance is no joke to adams he writes in his new book hollowed out a warning about america's next generation <sighs> regnery publishing out now uh regnery publishing is a right-wing publishing house it's been around for a very long time they 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 smear people uh now apparently they've taken it to the next level where they smear kids they're just like the kids are so fucking stupid we need to get a book out there right now i've got nip in the bud yeah we need to brace ourselves for what lies ahead i write this book as an alarm bell a project born out of worry concern and frustration can i also say this they're the ones that elected a TV personality as the president. Are they worried that kids are going to vote for Kylie Jenner or Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Is that what they're worried about? Because they already did that. They only paid attention to the most popular, seven, uh, most popular celebrity that sold them hamburgers since the early 90s. And that was their guy. That's who is leading the party. This is the new yeah. bright future. This is where yeah. everybody is going. Yeah. Yeah. A, a guy that was on a game show host on one of the highest rated shows. You can't take that away from him, Brett. Yeah. The, one of the highest rated shows. His, his and they guest, chose him. Yeah. His guest for like the, for inaugural, for the, the convention was like Antonio Sabata Jr. Right. That was <laughs> yeah. one of Trump's like speakers. Three doors down was up there. He had three doors down play. Remember people were like that. His inauguration was one of my favorite little moments of American history. When like somebody would be like, I'm playing the inauguration and then everybody would yell at him and they would back out. Right. You that can't be proud. His convention was so funny to me. Dana White. 
from UFC spoke at the <laughs> Republican convention. Yeah, I mean John Taffer is is a a a, a platform in their party, so they're gonna vote for him. They will vote for him. He will fucking run for Republican something. Now, mark my word, John Taffer will maybe the House of Representatives. I don't think he's senator level. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think he can get to that Senate fame level. Bar Rescue is a basic cable show. The Apprentice was on regular TV. So, so this guy, uh, uh, this is going to annoy you. A National Teacher of the Year nominee, Adams frets that today's youngsters are barren of the behavior, values, and hopes from which human beings have traditionally found higher meaning or even simple contentment. Adams calls them a... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, typically when queer people wanted to re represent themselves, we bashed them. And this made us feel good about who we are. We, yeah. you know, black people have always been the butt of the joke. We were never to respect them or invite them in. You know, we were just to point out that they're different than us. Anybody with a body type, anybody with any different body type than very thin is supposed to be an object of derision, not acceptance. Okay. And we've lost our way. This place has lost its way. People feel bad about bombing uh, women and children in other countries now. Yeah, makes them sad. How are we ever going to be able to bomb more women and children if we don't fucking get used to that fact again? These kids, they like entertainment. It's sick. Adams calls them hollowed out, a generation living solitary lives, hyper-connected to technology, but unattached from their families, churches, or communities. That, I would argue, is a good thing. Uh, Hyper-connected to technology is a really weird way to put it because when these people, these boomer types, say that kids are hyper-connected to technology, they're not connected to the iPad. They're connected to the other people that are also connected to the iPad. I would say it's more pro-social than any of the shit that we did as kids. Yeah, and I would also say, um, I mean, I was, I had a babysitter that had uh, inst AIM, Instant Messenger, in the early 90s. And uh, eventually a kid that I hung out with in high school had a computer. And we talked to all kinds of people. And my kid plays Roblox all the time. And she talks to all kinds of people way more. And it's been a part of our lives for decades now. Um, there's cooler people online than you know in real life. That's just facts. Everywhere yeah. you go, wherever you go, the people <laughs> online are going to be cooler to talk to than whoever this fuck is in your real life. And you have to you balance. find your people. Yeah, yeah. You find your people online. You find folks you, that make you feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say that my kid being on Snapchat talking to her friends or on Instagram talking to her friends is arguably a lot better than me and my friends smoking cigarettes and trying to kick each other in the back of the knee to make us fall down. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know which one is more healthy, but I, I would guess that uh, that would be, that would be uh, uh, more healthy to me. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't believe in traditional internet upbringings. Like everybody has to look at autopsy photos. Yes. <laughs> 
He cites statistics showing teen depression rose 63% from 2007 to 2017, while teen suicide grew 56%. Tragically, he writes, suicide has become the second leading cause of death for the young. Well, I mean, you know what? It was happening when I was young, too. And, and you know, I lost a few people to suicide. And I, I would also say that I would not have been considered clinically depressed when I was 15 years old, but it's very obvious now that I'm clinically depressed. <laughs> like they just weren't diagnosing that is, is what I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, in, in the, yeah, I mean, it's uh, also a complete, the world is different uh, and we have access to so much more information that doesn't sound good, you know, and nobody wants to change it, you know? So it doesn't yeah. surprise. It's not, it, it's not because they're spending time online. It's just because they have more information about how much, um, the people in charge don't give a fuck and are, are going to send us all to our doom or the people are listening to them. I think is another big thing. It's like, it's harder in this world to avoid hearing the voices of 15, 16, 17 year olds because you're online, right? And, and we're all simmering in the same stew. So like grandmas get yelled at by their grandkids because they're in the same place where they would have never been in the same place in previous generations. They would have just hidden from their grandparents like I did. That's true. Yeah. I never got to confront my grandma, but if she was on Facebook, I totally would have keyboard warriored her ass. Yeah. I would love to yell at my grandma. You have no idea. Yep. If she wasn't dead, I'd have already yelled at her like five times at least about some racist thing she said. Uh, I just, back then they would say something racist and then you would just be like, well, I guess I got to respect my elders and then not say anything. That's what I had to do. I don't know. While teachers once helped students become their best selves by putting the focus on curriculums, lesson plans, and test scores, he writes, that's given way to trying to understand young people through programs emphasizing suicide and depression awareness, human trafficking concerns, or bullying gangs and shootings. So that's a weird thing to complain about. I would think you'd want to... We're not supposed to talk to them about that stuff. We're only supposed to tell them about Thomas Jefferson and algebra. Yeah. I mean, this is like one, it's one of those things where like, we have to lie to kids. Like if they're under 18, like Santa Claus still exists, you know, like this is uh, America is what the, is the textbook version. You know, we don't talk about atrocities. We don't talk about feeling bad. No one should feel bad yet. They're not working. Right. And this next line is crazy, Brett. Adams blames the disillusion of the American family for this shit. With marriage rates down and the number of traditional two parents home, homes plummeting, which I don't think that, come on. It's way right? better. No, it's more people splitting up is better for everyone. The well, my parents it, divorced. Yeah. Keeping it together is, an, once again, an old school conservative thing that was not helpful. And people are bitter and old and angry. And there's nothing to be, there's no reason to take your life and just force yourself to stay married because you said you did when you were fucking 23 years old. Right. 
Now you're stuck in a fucking contract. You're afraid to leave. All the pressure in the world is there. Everything's built around it. No, we don't. It's not, it's not helpful. There's just nothing more pathetic than a guy that hates his wife. Yeah. Nothing in this world is more pathetic than you're talking to a guy and he is like, Oh, my wife, she's horrible. I, I got to get out of the house. Like I don't have any bad wife friends, like guys that hate their wife. And, and I do that on purpose because I cannot stand a guy that hates his wife. <laughs> cannot stand it. Just leave. You just got to leave. You know, if you hate her leave, uh, I have, I, and, and there's a very huge shift in that, that I see because, you know, I see my in-laws and Brett, there's no way those people love each other. Just, yeah. It just L- love it's just means your love just means you're, uh, we're chained. You're obligated to me now. Yeah. They're stuck together. You know, you ever be talking anytime I'm over at the in-laws house, my, my uh, mother-in-law is like, Oh, I'd really like to see New York. And then my father-in-law, <laughs> starts yelling that there's too much crime there to ever go there and he would he'll never see it and it's just like so you really like don't care what <laughs> at all about i mean like you guys just don't care about each other you don't have the same hopes and dreams anymore and you're just stuck together um yeah. adams blames the Oh, okay. Although studies have shown that regular family dinners lead to less youth smoking, binge drinking, marijuana use, violent school problems, eating disorders, and sexual activity, most of Adam's students say they eat dinner alone each night, focus not on family, but the device in their hand. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, there's a little bit there. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it has to be dinner, but um, it really is like you just, you have to be constantly in your kid's life. Um, and then that kind of gets them to not go down that path when you neglect your kids, when you do the classic American, uh, neglect your kids, uh, this is, you end up with what the stuff he was talking about, in my opinion. Right. I mean, I think everybody who has kids should hang out with their kids. I think that's a good policy to adopt is if you have kids, don't avoid them. Right. Yeah. You do have to every day you have to sit down and, and talk and be together. That yeah. is, a, that is, a, that is a minimum. Yeah. That is all you got to do. You just got to be like, Hey, checking in. I mean, if they're really young, you got to spend more time with them, but you should at least check in on them every now and then. And I think that is what eating dinner symbolizes to these people. Eating dinner was a way to force you around a table. My parents did that. Yeah. They were like, uh, we had like two curfews growing up. One, we had to be home at 6.30 to eat dinner. A lot of times it wasn't even done, and we were just trying to get the fuck out of the house. And then we had to be home for a regular curfew. And uh, they very rarely had dinner ready. And even when they did... My parents ate ate dinner in front of the TV while we all sat at the table and didn't talk to each other. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. I I make Charlotte wants to keep the TV on. I always make her turn it all the way off uh, every single time. That's that is like a rule that I have. That's not going to be ever broken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good 
rule, I think. The neglect of family life is one of the great causes of the hollowing out, not only of students, but of American life, Adam. But this right? is and this is just the deterioration of of lifestyle that's just been happening. I mean, by the, the time the 90s happened, when I was a kid, it was already parents were working two jobs and the older kids watched the younger kids and they raised themselves. And now people are doing gig work. People are doing slapping together six gig apps, throwing their kid in a room for five hours so that they can run and do some shit and then coming back. And uh, yeah, it, it is a deterioration of, of uh, family life because we have, we are uh, ringing these people dry. We're paying less and less. We're offering less benefits. There's less safety. There's less security. This is only because we were devaluing work as fast as we can, as fast as we possibly can. Right. Nobody has the time me and you have to, no. to deal with our kids. You know, nobody has that. No, my parents worked too far. There was, they had to work two full-time jobs. So uh, that, that was a lot. And then th there's also, you have to feed the fuck out. You have to feed us. We have to get places. Yeah. Get to there, run so many errands, especially when they're young and they start like participating in stuff like sports and, yeah. and those kind of things that also takes time. I just don't know where this guy gets time to, to be just, as present as he's saying we need to be. You know, I mean, you, yeah. You, have you, you do not hang out any around any sort of parents or any sort of playground and see how fucking stressed everybody is to try to keep all this shit together right now. Yeah. And then they get yelled at for looking at their phone and they're like, I just, I want to escape for like two minutes. Yeah. And just look and look, it's a pathetic state of affairs that escaping means looking at a device. I understand that, right. but that's what we got. And that's what we got to do. He also <laughs> bemoans the evaporation of religious life. While only 2% of Americans identified themselves as atheists in 1984, that's a tough year, though. That's when all that stuff went wrong, right? 1984 is like, you know, the whole thing. Uh, that's the, there's book? a book about it. You ought to check it out. Um, that number was 22% by 2020. A college religion professor notes that when he discusses Matthew from the Bible, many students think he's talking about Matthew Perry of Friends. And Luke? His students assume it's the guy from Beverly Hills 90210. That's no, a don't. bullshit lie. Nope. Nope. You know that's not true. <laughs> they would call him Chandler. But the, I, the kids do love friends. That's not a lot. Teenagers fucking love friends. I just saw a kid that was like 10 wearing a friend's t-shirt yep. a couple days ago. Uh, my daughter has seen every episode and still watches it on reruns. I don't think she knows Chandler's name is Matthew Perry. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I know for a fact that none of these kids are watching Beverly Hills 90210. I can, I can say that safely. Well, what are they? They're doing something instead of reading their damn Bibles, you know? Well, religion has been replaced by a mass culture of banality, conformity, and self-indulgence. No, also like rocks and incense and like tarot cards too true they I mean, like that's those. picked up <laughs> that's true people are spiritual as fuck. people I've are heard, i got my shit i i i actually have now done uh 
hey, mom, when was I born? I made my motherfucking mom dig up my birth certificate so I could get some charts run. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I did the, the charts. Positive. You're doing good? Yeah, good things on the horizon. Right on, man. That probably means I got good stuff coming too then, you know, because we're kind of connected in that way. Yeah. So, yep. Unless it was like romance stuff, which then it's like, well, fuck you. You know, if it's money stuff, that might mean that I'm getting money. So good on you for doing that. Uh, I don't know when I was born. I was born January 18th, 1979. But yeah. other than that. Um, Adam's right, not to mention an obsession with technology, which, by the way, I was obsessed with technology. In 1992, I was yeah. obsessed with my Walkman. <laughs> the uh, Crutchfield catalog would come to my house, and I would be alone in my room for 18 hours with a pen, building <laughs> the perfect sound system for my car I did not own. Oh my God, I haven't heard Crutchfield in so long. It's like you just like <laughs> challenge each other with a budget. You like put together your best $5,000 system. <laughs> <laughs> the two best things in the world were Crutchfield and an East Bay. East Bay, too. Yeah, you could get a whole wardrobe together pretty cheap. <laughs> few thousand dollars. East Bay in the mail and go yeah. fuck it off, man. Oh, starter jersey. Oh, the Marlins one's cool. Yeah, and also take a Oakland Athletics. Uh, yeah, East Bay was fucking live, man. Uh, uh, my, I didn't get this, but like I did also like to go through the Beckett every now and then. Did you ever? Were you a Beckett guy? You ever uh, when I was Beckett? when I was younger, but I got out of sport. I got, like I was sports when I was in middle school, and then once I moved to high school, it was like punk and rock and roll. Fuck sports. Yeah, like me fuck too. jocks. I, I was fuck jocks all the way. I, I think probably by eighth grade, I dropped the Beckett. But when I was into it, I was so into the Beckett. I had a friend that collected Robin Yount cards. He's a baseball player. Robin Yount or Yunt. Because he saw his rookie card was worth $500. And he was just like, nobody else is looking for Robin Younts. I mean, I got a good chance of getting this thing. <laughs> Uh, he was in. He had something going. I mean, the prices on here are promising. I'm looking at fifteen hundo, eight ninety nine, twenty five. Thou wow. Yeah, yeah. He was smart. I mean, he he was dumb as hell. I mean, I've been thinking about this guy a lot lately because he was the guy I knew that said whenever somebody said, "What do you want to do for a living?" Uh, from eighth grade until after he graduated, he said porn star. Cool. And uh, he's just that kind of guy, you know? Well, yeah, that's usually a bad person, though, I think. Now that I, I think agree. about it, I think everybody that said that actually is someone needs to be monitored. I agree. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so if they never uh, actually wanted to try or actually tried out or had like could do it and just said it, not good. Didn't do it. Never gave it even a shot. Never even showed anybody his dick. See, yeah. I think that there was a point where he would say it and then somebody would be like, uh, let's see that hog, you know? Let's, right. let's, let's see that cock. And he'd be like, no, I'm not showing it to you. And I was like, well, you're going to be showing it to a lot more people than just me if you're a porn star, you know? Sure. Uh, if, if you're afraid to show it to me, you're in, you're in deep shit. You're not qualified for the job. Yeah, you've, you've already failed so far. 
<laughs> Adam's right. Uh, not to bed. So he notes that in the 1970s, more than 50% of high schoolers hung out with friends every day. But by 2020, that number had dropped below 33%. Modern high schoolers regularly forego traditional activities like Friday night football games to hunker down alone watching Netflix, Hulu, or Disney+. Plus. That helps explain why in 2012, 49% of teens ranked in person as their favorite way to talk, but in 2018, only 32% did. Um, yeah, that's something, man. I don't know. I feel like that should be... I don't know. I, I don't know. I, uh, like, I know that I talk to a bunch of people online, but then I don't realize how other people are only talking to people online, and I don't think you should do that. You know, I think as a kid, but if you have a kid that you're raising, you can only really lead by example, right? Yeah. So like if you have your kid sees you hanging out with people, that's true. You should be dragging them to other places with kids. Yeah. Or, or even if they're not like my daughter's 16, she can hang out with adults too. Uh, if she sees me hanging out with other adults, she'll be more apt to hang out with her friends. But what my daughter sees is me sitting around watching Netflix, Hulu, or Disney Plus. Yeah, and the <laughs> same, same for these type of parents, too. Definitely the most conservative of parents are just watching TV all night long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got shows. They got their programs. They got their they shows. Home. They got their programs. They're the only people still watching live TV. So nine one one Lone Star. Yeah, there. That's true. You go look at that CBS TV lineup. I, I should do that when we're done with this, Brett. And we should just look and see what's there that we've never heard of. Because, like you said, nine one one Lone Star, that exists for all of you people out there. I'll tell you one you might not know about, Brett. Lethal Weapon TV show. What? There is a Lethal Weapon TV show, and at least for the first season, it had Damon Wayans in it, playing the Danny Glover role. Wow. Yeah, I'm far behind. Uh, I watched 911 Lone Star for the Minion Death Cult show, and uh, it blew my fucking mind because it just made me think of how many, like, there's so many, like, co-workers of mine that I know went home after work and just watched TV for like three or four hours. And like, this is probably one of their shows that like informs their worldview. And it kind of, it's, it's kind of t big. It's kind of a uh, weird in a way, because it imagines this, this like world outside where crazy things are happening all the time and the dialogue is spicy and everybody knows what's to say. And there's all comical situations, but it just feels like a, a show for shut-ins that don't know what real life is actually like. <laughs> <laughs> Lethal Weapon actually has a monster cast, Brett. Uh, uh, really? Martin, Martin Riggs is played by a guy named Clayne Crawford. I don't know who he is, but his name's Clayne. Strong name. Uh, yeah, so we'll give him that. Damon Wayans plays Roger Murtaugh. Uh, Jordana Brewster from the Fast and the Furious ser series plays Maureen Cahill. And Sean William Scott, Stifler himself, plays Wesley Cole. So this is actually something I might watch. Okay. That's a you hell of a cast. Accidentally got interested in it. 92% of Google users like this show. Now we're so, talking. And it's 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, man. Maybe okay. it's good. I guess it is. I guess it's a runaway hit. Damn.
I should watch it. Modern students constantly text during class, Adam says. Oh, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me just say something here. If he's teaching a goddamn class, Mr. Teacher of the Year, he can stop them from texting in class. That's not impossible. Yeah, he wants um he wants uh people to be playing like the drug dealer game on their graphing calculators instead. <laughs> Reading a mad magazine inside their book yeah uh, do, do you remember in the 2000s uh maybe early 2010s when there was a rumor that movie theaters were going to get technology that blocks people from that breaks their phone while they're in the theater do you remember that i did not hear that no it was always like a big technology rumor that you would see on the internet or, or people would say and it feels like that could be useful for classrooms because one thing i will say is that my daughter does text during class because she texts me and her mom during school. right yes so we know that yeah, they do yeah i don't know i mean i think that all of it's just this is all their solutions are all just like head backwards grab grab the bull by the horns and drag it in the opposite direction it never fucking works we do have to work around how things are today because mm -hmm. kids are already used to a certain way of being we're not gonna just we're not gonna uh just turn our back on this they got the phone they're bringing it to school yeah it says uh oh yeah use it use the fucking thing for something right teach them how to google because my kid stinks at Googling. She can't right? Google? No. Terrible at it. Fucking everybody in this house. I don't know why I'm whispering because my wife listens to the show. Uh -oh. <laughs> but everybody in this house is terrible at Googling. Except for me, who's great at Googling. I know how to Google. You know? Huh. Maybe you need to do it. It's like a mobility thing. You just need to do a class with her. Yeah. You know, on the Ron and Fez show, they used to do a thing called search, search, hurry up and search, which was uh, a challenge between their producers where they would put them in a chair and they'd spin them around 10 times and then uh, make them look something up on Google while they yelled search, search, hurry up and search. And uh, whoever got the best time, you know, got a reward or whoever got the worst time got punished. And yeah. um, maybe we should do that in schools. I don't know. I could see that being useful. Yeah. Teach them how to Google. Do it in gym class. Um, Adam says, or they watch streaming services during Zoom meetings, which we all do. That's just crazy not to do, really. Living in a state that psychiatrists call continuous partial attention. Studies show the average Gen Z student uses five electronic devices and has an eight-second attention span, which results in lower grade diminishing ability to concentrate and stunted academic achievement. I mean, I have an eight-second attention span, too. So it's not just Gen Z people. It's a lot of people. Yeah, it's I mean, every 35-year-old every that downloaded TikTok found that they've had ADHD the whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now we just know about it. Adams predicts that today's young people will be unprepared for the future. In 2014, a U.S. general was quoted saying, the quality of people willing to serve has been declining rapidly. Good, good. They're hey. great, yeah. These kids are getting smarter. Yeah. <laughs> 
they're not falling for these old tricks. They don't believe in any of this bullshit. There's too much information for them to feel hopeful about the American lie. You can't say Shaggy was in the military <laughs> band like they right. did in Fahrenheit 9-11. Right. <laughs> hey, you like music? I heard you like music. You know, Shaggy from It Wasn't Me was in the military marching band, which is the same as rap to me. Exactly. Upgrade your skills yeah. in the army. Yeah, yeah. With 71% of current 17 to 24 year olds ineligible due to obesity, criminal records, or mental health or drug issues. Meanwhile, a recent survey highlighted that while 70% of senior citizens could pass a U.S. citizenship test, less than 20% of those under 45 could. Adam's right. Brett, we need to get our hands on a U.S. citizenship test. I think so. I, I can pass. I'm sure of it. You know, we've been reading Tea Party memes since 2010. I'm sure we could pass this thing mm -hmm. just from learning about our enemies. Not that today's youngsters seem to care. I never hear young people professing love for their country, Adam's rights. I used to, but not lately. That is when I really think teachers have a front row seat for America's decline. So that is the world's worst teacher. Uh, writing an editorial. Yeah, some some one that lives in a fantasy world. He does. He does. It, and he looks exactly like you would think he would look, Brett. Just a, a white guy with that with that conservative guy hair and and the conservative guy suit and the conservative guy smile where you don't see any bottom teeth. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, I'm a conservative guy. You know. <laughs> look at me. Yeah, look at me. I'm conservative. It's great. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's that's a guy. Uh, I wanted to get to two more things real quick, but I, I do want to say, uh, just as a, a note of information, <clears throat> we are uh, boycotting Nabisco products right now. They're on strike, and uh, so I shan't be buying Oreos or other Nabisco products that I don't know. Oreos is the main thing. I won't be buying. Okay. Uh, you hate Oreos. So. I'm anti-Oreo. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing about you, dude. That is the weirdest things I've, about you. I've had enough. I know what they taste like. Nothing new or innovative is happening with them. <laughs> I've, I've simply tasted it enough in my life. You got to get a Reese cup. <laughs> get you a Reese cap. Get you a Reese cap. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, they tried to do a boycott, it says in 2016, where you were supposed to boycott Nabisco products made in Mexico because they were shipping jobs off to Mexico. But what's happening is uh, the management at Nabisco is trying to play hardball with the union, uh, switch their pension to a 401k and uh change the work week from eight hour days to 12 hours bullshit no one we, that's not even something we should be talking about anymore yeah yeah unacceptable that's a, such a rollback oh, right over yeah over eight is unacceptable yeah yeah they want 12. so i mean a lot of these companies are really trying to get 12 hour days to happen without time and a half right that's right. what they're shooting for I believe, and I've seen it a few times 
But uh, uh, yeah, it looks like they have a, a little list of them. Chips Ahoy, Teddy Grahams, and Fig Newtons also. Um, so Fig bars, are are good. Fig bars are probably safe. Get out. Of, yeah, Fig Bars, of course. 88 cents at Aldi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Teddy Grahams are good, but Teddy Grahams I can rock. live without them. You know? Yeah, they also got a good fake of those. Yeah, yeah. See, you can always get just boycott Nabisco until they they come back. We we can beat them. The union can win. Yes, and and yeah, we gotta win this thing. I'm and, gonna put uh, a link on the main page, streetfightradio.com. I'm gonna try to get it done in the next 24 hours um, for all of our live shows. We're gonna be in Columbus tomorrow night if you're watching the live stream later nice. today if you hear it yeah it's probably too late but we're going to be in cleveland on september 9th we'll be in pittsburgh september 16th and detroit on september 22nd head to streetfightradio.com that main page uh, or our facebook page facebook.com streetfightwcrs i'll put the events in there and actually we are on bands in town as well so if you're a bandsintown.com user look for streetfightwcrs on there you will find us and uh, if you can follow along and get notified when we're in your area, probably not anytime soon, but we'll see what happens. Um, these next four shows are the only ones we're booking. We're kind of on a freeze otherwise. So uh, get in we're while testing. you can. We're testing this out here. Kind yes. of, and then we're going to reassess when we're done. Yes. So come and see us. I have um, to, to get ready for first day of school tomorrow. So I'm ready to call it quits. We are almost there, Brett. Okay. It's not to finish the hour. But <laughs> we I, didn't finish I, uh, an hour? No. Fuck. <laughs> Too much. Well, I have a couple things left here. I promise. Uh, uh, Gene Weingarten, did you see that story? The Washington no. Post guy that said he doesn't like Indian food. Oh, because it has one spice? That's what he said. Yes. Yeah, I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, he apologized. So, uh, uh, they got him, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We made him apologize. Indian food fucking rules, man. Yeah. And, uh, it's a very nineties behavior to say you don't like Indian food. Yeah. Uh, too traditional. Yeah. It, um, it is. Yeah. I guess it was in a long came Polly maybe 15 years ago. Friends, a lot of friends jokes about india oh i ate indian food now i have to shit in the bathroom right is a lot of stuff. no other but food yeah. makes me shit i eat food all the time i never use the restroom <laughs> this stuff just makes me have to use a restroom makes my tummy hurt my my it gives me poo poo tummy so uh uh yeah that uh that guy got 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 and he deserved it because I mean, really, it's a racist article, right? Like, I understand writing a thing about food you don't eat. There's a lot of foods I don't eat, too. It's mm -hmm. kind of a babyish way to be. And you should never ignorantly brag about the foods you don't eat. I think that's wrong, right? Sure. Unless you want to get into a lot of squabbles. Yeah, yeah. Unless I never ignorantly brag that i don't like fish like i don't run around saying like hey everybody uh i don't eat any seafood really i mean two things but like i'm not 
like proud of that. Like I, I want to eat seafood. I want to be a guy that gets excited about lobster, right? But they just mix it with mayonnaise too much for me. So I okay. just can't do it. And I don't like mayonnaise. But like that is so much different than saying like, I don't like Chinese food because it all tastes the same. Like that's offensive. That's like an offensive thing to say. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it can work. I think, uh, did Jim Gaffigan do a whole thing about the Taco Bell menu and how it's all the same? It is though, isn't it? That's true. It is. I mean, me and you have done jokes about all the cereal being corn. True. So we're yeah. in the same boat. American food. It's funny because American food might be the shittiest cuisine technically out there. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't know if any of it's, it's bad. cheeseburgers. It's cheeseburgers. American. Is all- what is what is other American food? That's that's a question that I have. It's just cheeseburgers. If you count, the only thing I can think of that's American is cheeseburgers, hot dogs, and I'm done. Barbecue. Like I can't. Yeah, Q. Q's good. But that's another, it's all meat. American food is just meat. I all think. right. So, and cheese. Can we get down? Yeah. That's yeah. What I do. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, I guess I don't, I, it's the one I don't want to eat the most. It's the one I want to eat all the time. Like mm-hmm. I would eat a cheeseburger every day for the rest of my life if it wouldn't kill me. And if every time I said I want a cheeseburger, everybody didn't laugh at me and make fun of me for it. Smart. So that's that's what's kind of stopped me is you sit down, you're like, what do we want to eat for dinner? And then I say, listen, I don't want to say it because I know what you think about it, but I want a cheeseburger. And they're like, oh, of course you do. You always want a cheeseburger. Yeah, I I hate you for it, too. (laughs) Everybody in my life hates my cheeseburger addiction. What's fucking weird about it is. Uh, I didn't like grow up loving cheeseburgers at all. I like that wasn't something that like was ingrained in me as a kid. It's a fairly new thing about me over the past 10, 15 years or so. It's not an ingrained behavior like Oreos or Reese cups. Like what you found out about premium burgs. No, yeah, maybe at the, when I, when five guys became a thing, actually, no, I ate a lot of Whoppers, but like, it wasn't my first choice ever. I, this is like such a late in life thing for me. Very weird thing. So, uh, and then, uh, just one last thing here before we get out of here. Uh, I saw this New York Times thing. I just want to real quick with it here. The investment company Nuveen has spent $120 million renovating its office tower at 733rd Avenue in Midtown Manhattan, overhauling the lobby, devoting the second floor to amenities and refurbishing a 22nd floor terrace and a finishing touch two beehives on the seventh floor terrace. 
Following the latest trend in office perks, Nuveen hired a beekeeper to teach tenants about their tiny new neighbors and harvest honey for them to take home. Uh, so the reason I read this is because of how bad the New York Times is that they think that this new trend of uh, uh, offices, this is the headline, Brett. Offices dangle beehives and garden plots to coax workers back. Yeah. You know, I'm at home with my friends laying on in my bed, wearing my clothes, not doing my makeup or any of my beauty routine for the day. I really can't give up going to work and uh, working in a garden on my lunch break. <laughs> I love to just, when it's my lunchtime, I'll go dig up some tomatoes and throw salt and pepper on them and just, you know, have a tomato sandwich. There is not a single person listening to this podcast that's going to get anywhere near this kind of consideration at their job. Yeah. Who's going to, what, which, but which supervisor is going to go grab a honeycomb and bring it out and say, does anybody want fresh honey for their tea? For their own tea? <laughs> yeah. It's one place. This is not, this is not a thing that's happening. <laughs> Yeah, this is just a totally Instagram like white lady healing. Like we need to we need to focus on the bees. You know, they're important. The news sucks, dude. Yeah, and also a garden, like a rooftop garden. Like just having, you know what? I I, I was pretty mad, but I, I grabbed a cucumber off the roof and you know, it was just crispy and bright and refreshing, and it just turned my day around. I was felt so grateful again. To I have this job. Two, I just bring a ciabatta bun to work now and I just run up on the roof and grab a cucumber and have a cucumber sandwich. It's great. Yeah. You know, I don't have to bring a bunch of, I bring in an $8 piece of bread to yeah. uh, eat it on. Watch uh, me take this plain yogurt cup, throw some fresh dill, tomato and cucumber in it, have a delicious summer salad. <laughs> you can't get this at, at State Farm. You can't get this yeah. over at Progressive Insurance. I mean, if you're working at Burger King, they're not going to get yeah, You're not going to get the all. beehive. <laughs> the beehive is going to fall on somebody's car and cause an accident. They're going to pay, you, they're gonna pay you $1 less than you ask for on your application instead of $2 less to coax you back. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, uh, uh, no more beehive. You're not going to get a beehive. And yeah, we, that's not happening. We will be here Sunday for the call-in show. Uh, it'll be fun. Come and listen to us. Come call us this call Sunday, us. 9 to midnight. Uh, we'll be here on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube and on live. And you can jump in the chat. And we are Street Fight. And I got to go to bed because my kid's going to school tomorrow. So thank you for listening. Peace. I done gave someone a ball and watched them fumble that shit That's why I don't fuck with y'all, I swear I'm done with that shit Violent Jason run the play, little bitch, I run with that shit Shaggy told me make them pay and now they come with that shit This that hustle, this that struggle, this that duffel bag shit If it's something in my cup, then I'ma guzzle that shit Tryna run with my shit, you a certified bitch Try to study my glyphs, have a puzzle that bitch Busters on and I can see it for they get to speak.
Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro.